0: Power three is powered by Low T Center and lowtcenter.com. Reinventing men's healthcare. Ben McKee, Jason Swain here with you on a beautiful Tuesday. Get that snow out of here. Yesterday was a beautiful day, man. 60 in the 60s. We got time for that. A lot of people talking about testosterone, but do your homework and be sure to go to a medical. Medical provider that you trust. I recommend Low T Center. I have been trusting them for years. There are many reasons why I trust the Low T Center. They specialize in men's wellness. They check all of your levels, not just your testosterone. They determine the cause of any symptoms that you are having and whether or not you are a candidate for Low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. They also give you an annual health assessment that is uh, typically covered by health insurance. It's very thorough, checking everything from your PSA, which are your prostate levels, your thyroid. They check your liver and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and more. Very, very affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored, self-inject treatments that are shipped directly to your house. But it starts with the comprehensive health assessment. Make sure you go to lowtcenter.com today to schedule your appointment. I promised I was going to the text box and get to ball fan. Who asked, is Spire simply giving athletes NIL deals to be part of the Spire athlete event series and putting out shirts? Or are they actively trying to get more traditional NIL deals for players as well? Something like Piles and Folky or Alante and Moon Shine Mountain Cookies. The event series are great and give a way to simply give players money, but the other type of deals give players more exposure. It can help them build their brand more for the future. So the answer for all fan is both. They are doing both. They're doing both. Botha. Botha. They are doing both. So for company business wants to lock in with a. Athlete Spire is helping with that as well. Turkey man wants to know what's pushing P. Well, Turkey man, I know one thing. If you got to ask what pushing P is, you are not doing it. And of course, Turkey man, spell P P E E. What is pushing P E E? Well, Turkey man, I'll tell you it's when you got use the bathroom for a very, 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 very long time. You've been holding it, holding it, holding it. And you finally get a chance to go to the bathroom. And it's like a super sucker. You push and pee. That's it. Perfect, man. Right, Ben?
2: Uh, Yes. It is the way that it has been explained by the artist, Gunna, who made the song Push and Pee that's where it all came from in an interview with the breakfast club he said it's primarily used in a positive way if you wake up to a beach view that's p if you spent thousands on a rolex watch that's p if you win an sec title that's p signing mitchell trubisky is not p if you do something bad or stupid that's not P, such as the Steelers signing Mitchell Trubisky, such as the Braves not trying to bring Freddie Freeman back. That's not P. Winning the SEC title, that's pushing P. Winning.
0: Braves are slick about it though. They're trying to be slick about it.
2: I mean, the the Braves made a a nice move off of it. I love Matt Olson, and I know you're trying to set me up because all the Braves fans are, are, are. I see you sipping that coffee. After I'm not trying to set you up. Set me up, but, right. I speaking of the Braves fans, I think the Braves themselves should hire every single Brave fan out there because, boy, have the Brave fans turned on Freddie. Freddie ain't this. Freddie ain't that. Making all these excuses, carrying all this water for the front office after they did not pursue Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman won the MVP 15 months ago. But I, I like what the Braves did with Matt Olson. It, and the, the trade makes sense. It does. It does. It does. It does. It does. Uh, you, you knew you weren't going to get Freddie. Go ahead and, and make the trade for, for Matt Olson, who is an absolute stud. He is younger than Freddie. I just don't like that the Braves didn't push for Freddie. And now they're trying to make it seem like Freddie's the bad guy when all the reports – all throughout this entire process is that Freddie was asking for an extra year, not two, three, four years. Uh, he wasn't asking for, for so much money that was a ridiculous amount to ask for. It's not like he was trying to rob the, the, the bank, rob the Braves. I mean, it, it was reasonable what Freddie was asking for, and now he's made out to be some somebody who was seeking a Bryce Harper type of contract. That that's what I don't like about it. He 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 gave his all to the Braves. He won the MVP 15 months ago. Okay. He he's he's made the All-Star game 3 out of the last 4 years and the only reason it's not 4 straight is because there wasn't an All-Star game in 2020. He just led the Braves to a World Series. He's he's homegrown, he's the face of that clubhouse, the leader of the clubhouse. He never complained while the Braves were going through a rebuild and you don't even try to take care of him, to me that is ridiculous and, and why I think it's pathetic that the Braves did not bring back Freddie. Both things can be true. It's pathetic that the Braves didn't try to bring back Freddie, but it can also be true that the Braves made a heck of a deal by, by getting Matt Olson because Matt Olsen's a, a stud, and, and he's going to play well. Uh, I, I just don't like giving all of the, the past with Freddie, what he's meant to the Braves how he's still a good player despite people trying to downplay him and make him seem worse than he is yesterday. I, I just don't like that you didn't push for him. But but the Braves should hire all these Braves fans who who were carrying the water for them yesterday trying to make it seem like Freddie's some bad player all of a sudden when the dude won the MVP 15 months ago and was an all-star last year.
0: Chris Brown said it, man.
2: These tricks ain't loyal. They're
0: not loyal, man. They are not loyal at all. So that's what pushing P is, tricky man. The Braves
2: not bringing back Freddie Freeman, that's not P. Tennessee winning the SEC tournament, that's pushing P.
0: Positive things are pushing P. LC says, he's no chipper, Ben. Aaron says, are you serious? It's all about money to Freddie.
2: Who's Making my point for me. It's not about the money. All all the reports for months have never indicated – that Freddie was was asking for a ridiculous amount of money. And, in fact, it's not about the money. It's about the, the, the sixth year. The, the Braves, Well, I don't know what the Braves were doing because it, there was a report yesterday that said the Braves didn't even seriously go after Freddie from a brave beat writer that they didn't seriously push for Freddie. Freddie wants a sixth year. That's, that's what it's about for Freddie, not the money. It's, it's about a sixth year. He's, he's not out here trying to get a, a Bryce Harper or Mike Trout Contract. If that were the case, then I would completely understand because the the Braves should not give Freddie uh, a Bryce Harper or Mike Trout type of contract. But it was it was not about the it was not about the money with Freddie. That 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 is an incorrect comment. That's not even an opinion. That that's just incorrect. It was about the extra year because baseball doesn't like old baseball players anymore. So so
0: Freddie was trying to guarantee that he had a job. Mike says, how did I miss VFL? Cedric Wilson's son, Cedric Wilson Jr., is a good NFL receiver. He was signed by my Dolphins yesterday, and when I first heard the name, I was like, there's no way he's still playing. Yeah, he's been, he's been with the Cowboys. He played at Boise State. Um, well, I want to say he went to Juco before going to Boise State. Good player. It's weird because, like, Cedric Wilson Jr. is, like, tall. He's taller than dad." But he's a good he's a good player. He's stud. He is. Cowboys lost two receivers. I guess they are going all in on Michael Gallup, who tore his ACL this past season. So uh, let's see here. Bulldog Brian says uh, there has to be some parameters set. NCAA is completely spineless. So there's. So there has to be some sort of governing body for the NFL. NFL, NIL, right now, it's like the Wild Wild West. Yep, yep. I think the rules need to be regulated, but until they are not, you better sprint. Schools, you better sprint. Not get left behind. And when it does get regulated, don't get yourself in any position to where you get yourself in trouble, which is why I feel like uh, Spire has done a really good job. With how they have everything set up, simple as that. A six five two hundred fifty five zero three. Aaron says Chipper took less money to come back for the Braves.
2: <sighs> Give me a break with the hometown <laughs> discount. Also, uh, LC Voss said, and you mentioned it that he's no Chipper. Uh, Freddie Freeman's jersey number is going to be hanging up there next to Chipper's. So They build you up they tear you down. Mm, mm,
1: mm.
2: I mean, the the Braves should hire Aaron. I mean, he is he is carrying the Braves front office water th- this morning. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm impressed. Six years, one eighty. Google it. That's not a lot of money for Freddie Freeman. I mean, you're making it seem like he was wanting two twenty or two forty. Like that that is MVP. a good deal for an all-star MVP first baseman. And and again, for Freddie, it was about this the sixth year. Not the money. I don't understand why this is so hard.
0: I got I got I got a hard question for you. Outside of Taven Jackson. <laughs> outside of Taven Jackson who is the most intriguing early enrollee as we are eight days away from the start of spring practice. You look around the conference and you see other schools dropping hype videos for the start of spring practice, which I expect. Tennessee is going to start their spring practice after the spring break. I don't know how that whole all right, let's start spring practice and then take a week off for spring break and then come back and finish spring practice. The guys go and have a good time and they come back, you a little sloppy. You normally waste a day. That first practice back from spring break is usually not worth anything. But get it all out now, have your fun, and then next week, it's time to work. Outside of Taven Jackson Ben. You have 13 early enrollees. You got Addison Nichols. You got Tyree West, who's a major steal late in the uh, recruiting process. You got Justin Williams, who was also a steal late in the recruiting process. Caleb Webb, receiver. Cam Miller, receiver. Desmond Williams, corner. Squirrel White, receiver. Chaz Nimrod, receiver. Jordan Phillips, D. Lyman. Elijah Heron linebacker Mo Clipper Offensive Lineman and uh Bryant Grant tackle offensive lineman. So out of these thirteen, Benjamin, these thirteen from high school, besides Taven Jackson. Most intriguing for you. Taven Jackson. Outside of Taven Jackson.
2: Uh I think you can make the case for any of them, quite frankly. Uh, I have the ones that I am most intrigued by, and that that's the receivers, but that's because. You're lying.
0: You can't make case one them.
2: Yes, you can. You absolutely can. You want me to do it right now? Yeah, please. Tyree West, the defensive lineman, uh, Tennessee needs help along the defensive line ASAP. So I'm intrigued to see if he has a good spring and can help right that's, away. That's a good one. Along with Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips, fellow defensive lineman, is in that same boat. Uh, Tennessee needs a right tackle. Can Addison Nichols be ready to play as a true freshman? I'm intrigued to find out that this spring. Brian Grant took
0: a risk on him. How does he look this spring? You intrigued? You intrigued? Uh, yeah. Because you the, intrigued by you intrigued by Tennessee taking a risk on a player. Uh, yeah. Because I
2: want to know if it was a good risk or a bad risk. Okay. I want to see if they were right or if they were wrong. Okay. And the 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 book won't be written on Brian Grant one spring practice, um, but I, I want to see the early returns on Brian Grant, uh, a guy that, who did not play football a ton in high school, uh, started playing later in his high school career, and was playing on the defensive side of the ball. And because he is long and athletic and can bend, and that, that's why he got moved to tackle. So – I'm intrigued to see okay. what he looks like. Okay, okay. Uh, the receivers, I mean, I think that speaks for itself. Square White, I'm intrigued to see him because he is a, a freak of an athlete. Uh, Caleb Webb, Cam Miller, Chaz Nimrod, since he needs help at receiver immediately, can any of those guys show that they're going to be able to help this fall? Justin Williams, is he going to be able to help the running back room? Mo Clipper falls into that offensive line category as well. He's going to play tackle, and and he he's more Brian Grant than he is Addison Nichols. I I, I don't I don't really see the, the the other three offensive linemen that Tennessee signed really playing this year. I mean, I think they're all redshirt candidates: Messiah Reddick, Mo Clipper, and Brian Grant. But again, like Brian Grant, I want to see the early returns on Mo Clipper. He was he was brought in more as a developmental prospect than an Addison Nichols. Maybe not to the point of being a developmental project like a Brian Grant, because Brian Grant is likely like a a two- to three-year type of project. And I hate to label him as a project, but for for lack of a a better term, I mean, and and it kind of is a project. Uh, A developmental piece, I guess I should say, or could say. Uh, I I don't think Mo Clipper is – that big of a developmental piece like a Brian Grant. But it's it's a year or two, and, and he's not going to play right away, I don't think. But, again, like Brian Grant, still interested to see the early returns for him. Because we're, we're going to start to find out whether Tennessee was spot on mm-hmm. with their evaluations. Can't miss, right? You, you can't miss in Tennessee's current situation. And and there will be misses, but you have to have the mindset of we can't miss. Yes, you, you're just not going to go perfect in a recruiting class. No recruiting class in the history of football recruiting classes has been perfect. I not agree. at not at Tennessee, not at Alabama, not at Oklahoma back in the day. Uh, not any recruiting class has been perfect. There there will be guys that do not work out. It, it just is what it is. It happens. Yeah. But you need to hit on more guys than you miss, For and sure. you need to have the mindset of of you can't miss. Uh, so the the offensive linemen, the three that are here are intriguing Mo Clipper and Brian Grant less than Addison Nichols because I again I think Addison Nichols is the most likely to play early and if he is further along than Tennessee anticipates then maybe he can push for that right tackle spot that that seems to be a big question mark right now I mentioned the receivers running back Justin Williams I think he's going to push for playing time oh yeah for sure and Tennessee I like Jabari Small. I I like Jalen Wright, but Tennessee still needs more help there. And can he can he adjust early and and be a contributor as a true freshman? I mean, I, I don't think he'll ever be the starter. I think that'll be Jabari Small uh throughout the season, assuming that he stays healthy. But it wouldn't surprise me if Justin Williams is the number two back, two A, two B. Wouldn't surprise me at all either. With with Jalen Wright. So Intrigued to see how that unfolds throughout spring, the, the running back rotation. Desmond Williams, he's got to play. The Juco DB. he got to play, man. He's got to play. he uh, got to go. He's got to play. Elijah Herring, Tennessee needs help at inside backer. Right now it's Jeremy Banks and uh, Aaron Beasley. And, and maybe Aaron Willis. I mean, that that's it. And Solon Page. So... Elijah Herring is going to be thrown into the fire, and, and the returns have been really good on Elijah Herring. He's he's impressed in shorts and, and looked good in the weight room, looked good in, in individual drills for, for positions uh, within those workouts. The, the early returns on Elijah Herring have, have been good. He has impressed so far, but how does he look when, when the pads come on? So, I, I think you can make a case for every single one of Everybody. these guys. Because Tennessee okay. needs, needs I'll let, I'll let do that. more I'll talent and needs more depth. But if I had to pick just one for the sake of your question, I, I think I would go Caleb Webb. Because, I I a receiver is my favorite position, as I mentioned. So, naturally. Oh, go. Now you want to suck up. I've always said receiver is my favorite position. Uh, so, naturally, I look to the receivers. But. Until Tennessee adds a transfer at that position, they're going to need somebody in that room to step up opposite of Cedric Tillman. And Caleb Webb, I think, is, is the most likely freshman to do so. And I think it is very, very important that he has a good spring practice. So he, if I had to pick one outside of Taven Jackson, I would pick Caleb Webb. But you could also make the case for Chaz Nimrod in that room because Chaz Nimrod was a a questionable take by some in this recruiting class. And all he's done since he's gotten to campus is impress in workouts. And again, it, it's workouts. It's in T-shirts and, and shorts. We'll see how he looks in an actual practice and actual pads against SEC defensive backs. But uh, I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what Chaz Nimrod looks like as well, just because of him being a question mark when Tennessee took him and then him getting here and being a name that, when you ask the coaches who's who's looked good out of the newcomers, he's one of the first names mentioned.
0: You mentioned um, the, 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 the linebackers and, and Herring. And, uh, yeah, Jawan Mitchell is back, transferred from Texas. Did not think he would be on the roster at this point, uh, but – Things have turned around, and, and uh looks like he is ready to take a step forward. So, that's important because the linebackers need to step up. He he may be the – well, I was going to say he may be the the guy
2: who's thrown in the fire the most, but I, there, there's several guys out of these early enrollees that are going to be thrown into the fire and thrown into the deep end of the pool and <laughs> – they're going to sink or swim just because I, I, again, I, I think people are kind of forgetting because Tennessee exceeded expectations in year one, like this, this roster still has a ways to go. Oh, yeah. just there, there were so many holes on the roster and it, it was so depleted from a depth and talent standpoint that Tennessee needs a lot of these guys to, to play early and, and play well. So, I was going to say Elijah Herring's going to be thrown into the fire, but the freshman receivers, they're going to be thrown into the fire. Desmond Williams, the Juco DB, he's going to be thrown into the fire. Addison Nichols may be thrown into the fire. Tyree West, Jordan Phillips, Tennessee needs defensive line help after Blakely and Tremblay and Butler moves on. They're going to be thrown into the fire. It's just the reality of of where Tennessee is. And as I said, after Tennessee lost to Purdue in the Music City Bowl, that was kind of a – reality check or a reminder that as good as year one was given preseason expectations, this, this roster still has so far to go before it can get Tennessee back to where we all want to see Tennessee back. And and that's competing in Atlanta.
0: For sure. Webb Vall says Justin Williams is going to be our tank Bigsby, ATF VFL says Jordan Phillips could see reps looks physically ready. Uh, also says, no chance Grant plays this year. Yeah, I, I mean, he's prime for redshirt year. Any chance Eric Gray transfers back? Yeah, there's a chance. Graduates, there's a chance he could be a graduate transfer and come back. There's a chance. I won't um, close the door there. Uh, Paul says, how will the NIL affect the locker room if you have some players getting big money and some others getting nothing? I think as a player who don't, who, who don't play quarterback, you kind of understand that a quarterback gets... Special treatment, more than everybody else. You you get that. You understand that it was the case when I was in school. Uh, you understand that. It's just it, it's the nation nature of the position. But you want to really bring guys together is man share share the wealth, share the wealth, and if and if you're not going to do that. Then keep your damn mouth closed about how much you are making. That's the first thing. You need to keep your mouth closed about how much you're making. It's not, you know, pro sports where your salary is 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 out there. Keep your mouth closed about about what you are making. Number one. But if you're someone that wow. that gets out, then I think it's important that you that you share the wealth. And if you don't do that, then don't be a butthole. Don't be a holier-than-thou, me guy. That can really, really hurt the locker room. I think every coach is telling their team, guys, make the main thing, the main thing, keep the main thing, the main thing, and that is your play on the field. Keep your focus there. And if you don't, uh, that's going to cost you money.
2: What about returning players? Who, who are you looking at? The first name that comes to mind for me is Elijah Simmons. Tennessee needs him. To take a step forward, a big step forward, they they need him to be a productive football player this fall if the, the defensive line is a not going to drop off b improve they they need him to turn into the player that many think that he can be, and you know not not that he was like a problem child last year or anything and not saying that he wasn't committed to football, but it's just a, another level that he has needed to take in terms of commitment throughout just everything, uh, practice and in in the weight room and how you treat your body away from the football complex in terms of what you eat and, and just th- those simple things. Uh, again, not, not saying that he was a problem child. Don't want it to to come across as – just Elijah Simmons as being the worst teammate ever. That's not the case at all. It's just taking that next step, maturing, and becoming a, a a veteran. Because he, I mean, this is his third year in the program, and again, the early returns have been good with Elijah. Seems like he's been more committed to to taking care of early his returns body and, and and watching.
0: You don't got no early returns from Elijah Simmons. He's been here
2: three years. I'm talking about like in terms of taking that step mentally. Like the last three months since they returned from Christmas break, have been good. Since the start of the semester, he has been better about watching what he eats away from the facility. Okay, I get that. His his commitment level, taking it to the next level in the weight room. Okay, and, okay. and being locked in more in meeting rooms. That that the the early returns and flipping the page to his third year have been better. Have been trending in the right direction. Will that carry throughout spring practice? That that that's the, the guy that I am kind of circled as most intrigued going into spring practice of returning players.
0: Yeah, I don't want to be biased here because I play wide receiver, but it, to me, it's Jalen Hyatt. I mean, I remember having Austin Price on, and he mentioned Jalen Hyatt as as the guy that that has to have a good spring. That the spring is is most important to, and I agree with him. I think it's Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt came in. You know playing a lot as a freshman had a lot of upside, and you just expect a, a huge jump from your freshman year to your sophomore year, and um, that did not happen. That did not happen at all. So uh, he he needs to be, I think, the guy on offense that has the the best spring. He needs to have the best spring. Yeah. Got God given talent. Needs to use it more. He needs to use it more, and um, needs to put together. Different parts of his game, so he can be a complete receiver. So
2: he's the offensive player that I would pick mm. for sure. And I, I would, I would throw Jimmy Calloway into that same conversation. To me, Jimmy Calloway and, and Jalen Hyatt are in the same boat. You can put them in the same boat. They're they're, they're both extremely talented, extremely gifted, and it, it's about coming together mentally That's and, a good one. and handling their business Sunday through Friday the, the lead-up to the game that needs to improve. And if if Tennessee gets that from those guys, this receiver room looks totally different all of a sudden. You, you go, have it. You, they, and you're right. They, they have to have it. We've said that numerous times throughout the last several months since we've started looking towards the upcoming season. But, man, the, the receiver room looks vastly different now than it would – without those guys taking the step that they need to. If if they if Tennessee gets the Jalen Hyatt and Jimmy Calloway of last year, it, it's it's gonna be very concerning. Very concerning for the passing game, in my opinion. They they just they they can't have Jalen Hyatt and Jimmy Calloway not show up. They can't. It, it's
0: it's as simple as that. I agree with you. 865-255-03. Tennessee Playing on a Thursday. Ben, you'll be uh, in attendance. Mm-hmm. The NCAA tournament starts tonight. We got the first four. The first two of the first four. For the play-in game. <laughs> They're trying to change the, the the marketing on it. It's still the play-in game. Do you
2: consider these teams making the tournament? Like Rutgers, Notre Dame. If Notre Dame loses in the first four, do you? Do you still consider them making the tournament? They on the bracket, down the bracket sheet. Yeah, I, I I consider them making
0: the tournament. They By are all the way. They Dame the should not have
2: made it at all. Their their resume is
0: terrible. No, we can do that all day. We can do that all day. Point at certain teams that should not have made it, and point to teams that should have. Oh boy, it's a double-A, man, they getting on my nerves. They get on my last nerves. That's what your your, your mom and your grandma used to say. You're getting on my last nerves, boy. My, yeah, my last nerves. That's the NCAA, man. They're getting on my last nerves. But what's new? 865 six five two hundred fifty five oh three. 3 We will wrap things up when we come back. Stay with us. <laughs>
1: Good morning, Swain event crew. The new year is here and it's the 2022 East Tennessee real estate season. As I always do, I'm going to shoot straight with you. If you have a home to sell, then you need to give me a call ASAP. Inventory is low and I will get you the most money possible and more than you think trying to sell it on your own. If you are a seller that also needs to buy a home, you need to call me ASAP as there are ways I can help you manage that situation and stay in your home until we find what you want. If you are looking to buy, you need to call me ASAP. You absolutely need someone on your side to help navigate the current waters. And you need someone that's going to do their homework and find homes that aren't on the market yet. Bottom line, you need to call me today ASAP. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897. If you are buying, selling, or considering investing in real estate this year, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon, and go Vols!
0: JC's tree and landscaping service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Networks high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com 20 Vent fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Good old day. Good old day today. Get some Dead End Barbecue. Good day for a nice pulled pork sandwich. Keep it simple. Pulled pork sandwich with the house-made chips. Keep it simple. You can go fries if you want to. You can go mixed greens, pimento mac and cheese. But just keep it simple with a nice pulled pork sandwich today. Dead End Barbecue, deadendbbq.com is a website. Catering, they got you taken care of. They got you taken care of on the catering. NCAA tournament starting today. We have two games. 640 is the start time. Texas Southern versus Texas A&M. Not that Texas A&M, but Texas A&M. Corpus Christi. Hmm. I could care less about that game. The Islanders. Nothing about Texas A&M or Texas says Island to me, but whatever. They are the Islanders, and they play today.
2: Texas Southern, I'm a try. three and a
0: half point favorites. I'm going to try, man. I'm going I'm to I'm try to get myself into it. 6.40 p.m. on true TV. No, I'm going to watch it, man. Come on. every Every shot be the difference between you going home and advancing. I mean, these two teams are playing basically to get smashed next week. The Indiana-Wyoming game at 9-10 will be days. a good game. Yes, that's going to be a great game. Who is
2: A&M and A&M, Corpus Christi, and Southern play? The winner?
0: Kansas. Kansas. So they're basically playing for the right to get smashed by Kansas. Yuck. And then
2: Indiana-Wyoming plays St. Mary's. Indiana four-point favorites. I think Indiana will win. I'll go with Ron Harper Jr. in that one.
0: Indiana? Rutgers. In- Ron Harper is oh, yeah, Rutgers. That's right. Uh, Trace Jackson. Yeah, I'm going I'm going Mike Woodson, man. Indiana. Yeah, I'm going with Mike Woodson
2: as well. And as we said yesterday, we can't bet against Trace Jackson Davis, the brother of Taven Jackson averaging 12 and a half points over the last 10 games
0: one Tennessee right mm-hmm. honorary VFL baby no no such thing don't, don't don't even don't even give me flashbacks to that Kim Palm has Indiana winning this game but it's I mean, it's it's by one point It's basically a pick them yes yeah, it's, it's a pickup but Indiana had a rough stretch. And them Texas AM did lose eight straight games, you know, during the season. That's tough to, to to recover from. But what they did in the SEC tournament should have battered enough to get them in. When you look at the the Hoosiers schedule, I mean, they lost they lost five in a row and then won two games and then lost two in a row. So they had a brutal stretch as well. They did get to uh, the championship game against Iowa in the Big Ten, but lost that game by 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 three.
2: Let's go, Indiana. Let's go. You know what you can also watch at 630? See uh, baseball, baby.
0: I was about to say Mitch Trubisky's press conference. I mean, you can joke all you
2: want. Steelers are still going to be better than the Bears.
0: That's fine.
2: That's fine. Uh, the Vols and the Colonels, the Eastern Kentucky Colonels, squaring off at 630 tonight on Watch
0: ESPN at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. going to be a nice day to watch some home runs. That's for sure. You know what, Ben? I hope you park directly behind.
2: I told you where I parked for
0: baseball. Right field. Right field. I, hope, I, I don't park out
2: there. I hope you park right over there. And if you really wanted my window to get hit, you would want me to park <laughs> out in left field. It's more likely to get hit out in left field.
0: Well, they got the double deck over there, man. But there has to be some balls that have went over the double deck. So. Yes, it, it's not too hard to hit it over
2: the double deck porch. Eastern Kentucky is 11-6 and six on the season.
0: Whatever that's worth. How about your How about your boy Tom Crane tweeted out? Not my boy, your boy. That Vol Hoops could win the tournament as a three seed. Teams don't want any part of Kentucky or Arkansas either. And Tennessee fan, I retweeted Tom Crane because you know, he said something nice about Tennessee, and he's not Georgia anymore, so he's an ally now trying to get
2: that uh, TV job.
0: <laughs> and uh, a Tennessee fan says, Georgia is dumb for letting you go. Proving the winner. Let go for a bum, Mike White. I would love for you to come join Rick the Company till you get back on your feet. Think about it, coach. And what What do you think went through this person's mind before they pushed us in on this tweet? <laughs> like, no, Georgia is not dumb for letting you Tom Crean go. He had the worst SEC record in history of the SEC. He had to go. He had to go. He had to go. But I would love for Tom Crean to join Rick Barnes. I don't think Rick's going to have any room, though. I'm trying to see if uh, Chris Lofton is going to join the staff. That's what I'm ready to see.
2: There's not going to be a staff opening. I make one, yeah. a Volunteer assistant. And I don't think Chris Lofton's going to come do it for free. Create a
0: position. It's Chris Lofton, man. If he wants to coach you. You let you let you create a position. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm just saying, there's no spot open right now.
2: Currently, right now, you, w- you would have to make a position. It's Chris Lofton, man. You I'm, do I'm, it. I'm down. You do I'm, it. I'm the one that said you need to change the the jersey standards. To, to get Chris Lofton's jersey hanging up in the rafters. I agree with you. I'm, I'm all for accommodating Chris Lofton. Look, he, he was my favorite baller ball growing up. Eric Berry on the football field and Chris Lofton on the basketball court.
0: I agree. I agree.
2: Todd Elton on the baseball diamond. Candace Parker on the Lady Balls floor on the summit. Monica Abbott on the, the softball diamond. On the bump. On the well, they don't have a bump.
0: It's a little bump, no bump, not even a small one. What? Really? Really? I thought I, saw, I Thought I saw a little bump. all wrong. I guess. I guess I need. The, Just a, it's called the circle. Just in the circle. Indiana did not lose in the uh, finals in the uh, Big Ten tournament. They lost the the game before before that, but Indiana, nice defense. First year head coach Mike Wilson from the NBA. I hope they win. They're blue blood. Hope they win. 865, 255.03. LC Valses, you tell me those dudes behind the bench don't make anything? Uh, they make it a little bit. Uh, ATL VFL, do Hyatt and Callaway play the same position or will Hyatt move, move outside?
2: He ain't moving outside. I honestly don't know. I would be surprised.
0: He put on some weight. He put on some weight. He's done a good job of doing that recently, putting on some weight. He's gotta get some some moves off the line of scrimmage. Gotta get stronger. Gotta get his lateral quick to some point. He should and then he, if he if he does that, get some moves and releases in his toolbox, then he could play outside, but Somebody got to play inside. Somebody got to play outside. This is why you better work on your game and and, and eliminate those weaknesses. Because if you're one dimensional, if you can only do one thing, then it limits it limits your playing time. It's no different than basketball. And no different than really any other sport. The more things you can do. The more ways that the coaches can use you, and the more playing time you can get. Nelson from Jackson says returning players that have to take a step forward, Jawan Mitchell, Jalen McCullough, Travon Flowers. Warren Burrell needs to take two steps forward, according to Nelson from Jackson. I agree. Hopefully one of them
2: can take a Theo Jackson type of step forward this offseason because this time last year, I thought of Theo Jackson, and I think many of us thought of Theo Jackson the way people currently think of Trayvon flowers and Warren Burrell and Jalen McCullough just didn't expect a ton out of him. And then he burst onto the scene. So hopefully one of those guys in a perfect word all three of those guys will take a Theo Jackson type of leap forward. Uh, I, I, I think Warren Burrell and Trayvon flowers would be the most likely because they're the most athletic and, I just kind of think Jalen McCullough is what he is. And I, I think his lack of athleticism and lack of speed is what hurts him. And I, I don't know how much you can improve <laughs> those qualities. So there's kind of, I know you can get faster. I, I guess you, you can get more athletic in, in some ways. But for the most part, I mean, that's just God given talents right there. You, you, you kind of either You got it or you don't got it. And I, I just kind of think Jalen McCullough is what he is. I I think the <laughs> where he can make the biggest step that would help his game is just mentally and from a football IQ standpoint. And look, I, I don't know whether he is already one of the the best on the team in terms of IQ or whether, whether he's bad in terms of IQ. I, I just think that that would be the best way to help him is just understanding angles and making sure that he is absolutely in the right spot at all times because – just because he doesn't have the athleticism or the speed to make up for mental mistakes. Uh, but Trevon Flowers and Warren Burrell, they are athletic. They are really athletic. And they they do have the potential, in my opinion, to take a Theo Jackson type of step, but it, it's going to require a lot of work this offseason.
0: I agree. I agree with you 100%. Uh, the, the basketball coach we were talking about to that uh, will replace – Uh, Swartz, uh, we spoke earlier in in the program. Greg Polinski. Spent 20-plus years in the NBA as a uh, scout and player development. Uh, He's the guy that gives a lot of feedback to our players about their their NBA opportunities and kind of what they need to work on to to get to that league and be the player they want to be. So that is that answer on the text box. Always ball says, uh, I see Nico's dad's a 49ers fan. wonder if you give the dog a call to see you swing by and say hi. We'll, we'll do all that once, once Nico makes a decision, but bring the dog into it is for when you actually commit. This is the dog we're talking about. This is Juwan Jennings. It's just anybody, all right? You got to be special to get his time. You got to commit to get his time. Do we switch Big O to the offensive line? I don't think that's going to happen. He's Tennessee's best defensive lineman right now. And he probably would be Tennessee's best offensive lineman if he switched offense. There's a lot of folks that feel like he would be a better offensive lineman because he's so athletic, but... I think it's uh, too late. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think it's too late.
2: Kinda kind of like uh, TK Jr., which is funny because Nelson adds a great point on the way out, saying that Jalen McCullough has to be TK in terms of IQ. Completely agree there. TK should have played linebacker. But by the time we really realized that he should have played linebacker, it's too late.
0: I, I said that from day one. Did you? I don't remember that. Day one. I was like, man, you got you got TK gotta play linebacker, he's got a huge shoulders. Like he, he could play line, he could be Kevin Burnett. Yeah. It I, never
2: happened. Amari Thomas would be a terrific offensive tackle, but I, I think he also has the, the ability
0: to be a, a really good defensive tackle as well. I agree. I agree. I don't like doing with you that much. You do it all the time. Swain more ev- than you
2: think, more than you want to admit. Mm, whatever.
0: Swain event fueled by dead and barbecue. Until like time six times over the final today. hour. <laughs> I was just trying to make you feel bad because, you know, sad, sad day for you. Ben Trubisky is your quarterback, and, you know, I did want you to be down all day long. Yeah, man. I'm trying to make you feel good. Lift your spirits. Hope y'all have a great day. Sweating, vent, fuel, by dead, and barbecue. Peace and love. We are out.